Welcome back to Talking Lead. This is episode 93. Sup, left hand. Nothing, man. Just been uh, juggling some stuff to try to get here. Nice. Like is actually it? juggling? I didn't know you could juggle. Well, you know. It's impressive. Shuff- shuffling schedule stuff around. You, this, that, and the other. Can you juggle knives? I've seen that done recently. It was pretty cool. I can juggle tennis balls. Nice. I can't. <laughs> I haven't tried juggling bullets yet. I could probably juggle bullets. Like shot out of a gun? Like, like <laughs> yeah, because they're, they're round. <laughs> no, not while they're being shot out of a gun. That no. would be awesome. Like you'd be like the newest superhero. We would be the new pen and teller then. The, the juggler. <laughs> we would be the redneck pen and tellers. That would solidify our claim to that. Yeah, but <laughs> are you going to you know test it out first? <laughs> are you going to actually like, let me see if I can do it? <laughs> I think I'll probably only have one shot at it, so I don't think practicing is an option. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. we get a lot of get a lot of attention from it, though. Yeah, true. So, what'd yeah. you do? Uh, did you do anything cool with uh, firearms this week? Uh, not really. I mean, I kind of been doing a little shopping around. I, I told you I'm looking at building another AR, so I've been shopping around looking for good deals on pieces and parts for that. But I went to a new uh, gun store locally called Bullseye. Yeah, you told me about that. Gun and Gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's uh, actually the guy who, who did our wraps. Nice. Uh, he helped. It's not Barry from... Um, graphic Effects? From graphic Effects, but it was uh, one of his partners. So he went in and opened up a, a new gun store, and it's pretty cool, man. They're pretty well stocked. Probably be hooking up with them to, to get some of my parts. Cool. Yeah. I didn't do anything with firearms, but... Uh, deer season has started here in Tennessee, and it but it's, has. It started with bow. We can't we can't do rifle till the weekend before Thanksgiving, which is actually next weekend. We're in muzzle right now. Muzzle loader and bow still. Yeah. Uh, so I was looking at crossbows, and I may end up getting a crossbow, man. You think so? Yeah, especially after that vampire discussion we had. But <laughs> yeah, you want to be like Daryl? I know. I want to be like Daryl. No, but uh, it's tough for me to find a bow that fits my long draw length. I think the majority of the production ones you can get at Bass Pro or Cabela's or wherever the hell you want to go. Do you say your jaw length? My draw, draw length <laughs> is like two inches too short for my arms. So like if I pull it full draw, it's touching my nose instead of coming back to my cheek or ear or wherever it's supposed to come to. So they, they don't have extensions that they can put on? No, you can get custom-made bow, though. Yeah. Well, with a crossbow, I don't guess you have to worry about that, do you? No. So, you know, I was talking to Marcus because we were going to go down to hunt at his property, and I was like, dude, I'm gonna have, can I use a crossbow? Because it's the same in Alabama, too. Uh, it's just there's no rifle yet. Yeah. And I said, can I use a crossbow? He goes, yeah, you can use a crossbow. So I was like, well, crap. I'm going to go look at those. So I'm looking at crossbows. But by the time I decide, because I'm always so fickle when it comes to deciding about guns or clothes or anything else, by the time I decide, rifle season will be here and it won't matter anyways. <laughs> well, you'll have it for next year. That's true. You know, the best time to buy would be after bow season. Oh, yeah. When I got my wife's compound bow, 
mm-hmm. after bow season. I got it at a pawn shop. It's yeah, about a $250 bow I got for 40 bucks at a pawn shop. Yeah, that's the best time to get them. Yep. I was thinking about maybe a compound bow. Yeah, well, that's what I'm talking about, what, her, what I got her. Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking about getting, yep. too. But for next year, not this year. Yeah. yeah. So that way I'll have a good, you know, 10 months or so to to practice up with it and get proficient with it. I was trying to shoot. You remember we were at Martin's and they had the, uh, what do they call it, recurve bow? Mm-hmm. Did you try shooting that? No, I didn't. Oh, my God, dude. I was wearing my forearm out with that. With the string, you didn't have the the little brace thing. No, oh. no, I was just I was just, I just wasn't doing it right. I was, <laughs> and when I would shoot, the arrows would curve. They would like as soon as I let go, they'd start going to the right. So you were like the wanted of uh, archery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was curving bullets, but I was curving arrows. So what I did is I would turn ninety degrees, and then I would shoot, and I would hit the target. <laughs> So, yeah, my bow skills need some work. Gotcha. But um, I'm also working, collaborating with uh, our buddy Scotty over at Ronin Holsters on uh, a new holster. Oh, nice. Yeah, you told me about that uh, last week. You're getting the talking lead on it and everything? Well, no, I'm doing that, but uh, actually a a multifunction holster that oh, we're working on. Cool. Is it going to be like a transformer? Uh, could be. Could be. <laughs> We're we're tossing some ideas around to to see what might work. I like Scott. He's a good guy. He is. But yeah, he is doing a, a talking lead holster for me also. I should get that hopefully next week. It's for my um my carrier, my plate carrier. Okay. Gotcha. I need one with Molly on it. <laughs> not the name Molly, but <laughs> not not the drug Molly. Is there a drug called Molly? I think so. Oh, I didn't know anything about that. There was some big deal about Miley Cyrus. She did a uh, song, and she was talking about dancing with Molly or on Molly or something like that. And uh, it was controversial because she used to be Hannah Montana. (laughs) Yeah, used to be. (laughs) Now she's She's, Hannah Schwarzenegger. (laughs) She's blown that Hannah Montana image out of the water now. Now she's soon to be Hannah Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. No. Patrick, is that his name? Yeah. His son is dating her. <laughs> See, I didn't even know his, his kids were old enough. The only one I ever heard about was that one that he had with that uh, um, maid. maid. <laughs> yeah. The chick that did his laundry or whatever. Yeah. Knocked How old's that kid? I think he's a teenager. Okay. Yeah, like I think it went years and years of her having this new son before it came out that it was his, even though he knew it was his. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I wonder, does he does he use Schwarzenegger or does he use Lopez? <laughs> I don't know. I think that was her last name. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. I wasn't being derogatory. You know what? That saying that, I'm going to add a third person to the jack wagon train. So let's go ahead and add do the jack wagon train. All right, let's do it. Hey, Ralph, Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at eight and nine. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week. So brace yourself, baby. All right, so. Now that it's fresh on my mind, it's not Arnold, but it, I watched Expendables 3 uh, a couple nights ago with my wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't say Antonio. No, but, but I'm I'm I mean it's 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 I actually it's, liked him in that movie. Well, freaking Stallone, dude, and his all his anti-gun crap and then you watch that movie and you're like, "Really, dude? Really?" 
oh, yeah. guns are bad, guns are bad, and it, then you watch that, and you're like, what in the hell? Man, it's all publicity. It's When they geez. come out and say something out of their pathetic mouths, it's all for publicity. <laughs> it's all to promote, and it's just for media attention. Yeah. Uh, but, oh my gosh, some of the gun faux pas on that thing were pretty freaking funny. Well, it is a movie. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing I kind of liked about Expendables 3 and 2 and 1 is they went back to that old 80s cheesy everybody's invincible. Oh yeah. And it, it's Mid- just kind of a boats flying. Yeah, it's kind of a fun feel good movie and you have to take you you really have to suspend disbelief and then it's fun, but here lately so many movies have been trying to be so serious and realistic that you try to watch something cheesy like that and you're picking it apart and you go, wait a minute, wait a minute, this is a cheesy movie, cheesy movie. No, it's a cheesy movie. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's, what's, that's, that's where you've got to draw the line and say, okay, I'm going to the movies to see reality and realistic stuff or I'm going to the movies for fantasy and release. Yeah. You've got to know where you draw that line in your, in your enjoyment of movies. No, but you're right. Antonio Banderas in that movie was hilarious. Oh, he yeah, was funny. he's pretty good. He's probably an anti-gunner too. No, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I hope Jason Statham isn't. I like him too. He is British. (laughs) No offense, Alan. (laughs) And our buddy at Paramaniac Products. (laughs) And and we just we had a visit. We didn't get to visit with him, but um, Alan's buddy was it Gaz? Gaz? Something like that. What was his name? He got to come down and get some experience with some full auto guns at the National Armory. He's been raving about that on uh, Facebook. Yeah. So then so our the other second Jack one wagon Go is, ahead. you know, you take yours. We'll do this. We'll save the best for last year. All right. So if you go to Twitter and you type in at Andrea J. Markley, it'll Markley. pop Markley. And Andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A, the letter J. M A R K L E Y, and her her title on Twitter is the Liberal Hippie Queen. Oh God! She made a comment this week with a picture <laughs> that said, and I quote, and I'm taking a long time because I'm trying to find the comment. <laughs> you get the quote exactly right. Yeah. We don't want to mis we don't want to misquote her because here we go. And I quote: The Ruger 1022 earned its name from its ability to kill 22 people for every 10 shots fired. <laughs> right. Because those are magic bullets. Yeah. So... As if the 22 <sighs> long rifle bullet wasn't hard enough to get already, now they've got this magical... <laughs> magical one. that For every 10 shots, you kill 22 you, people. You can have 22 deaths with it. And... The scary thing is that people that follow her and like really listen to what she's saying, that sunk into their head is truth. But I, I've been look, I've been looking at it since I first told you about it. Uh huh. There's a lot of people putting her on blast because yeah. the real reason it's called the 1022 is because Ruger came out with a revolutionary rotary magazine that sat up in the bottom of the rifle that yep. had ten, 10 rounds of 22 long rifle. Mm-hmm. That's pretty freaking simple. But she says it's because you kill 22 people for every 10 shots fired. Has, has anybody and then, asked and then she her says, where her stats came from? 
Oh, dude, there, there's been so much blasting on there. I hadn't even. I was just laughing. See, that's at the it. thing about these people is they don't they don't quantify or qualify their statements. They just throw shit out there, hoping it'll stick and stir shit. And she's not using a picture of a stock ten twenty two. She's using a picture of something that's all tacked out with like an archangel stock or something like that. Well, it's because they want to people to fear that that gun right there because it'll kill. 22 people with 10 rounds. Yeah. It's the Lee Harvey Oswald edition. Yeah. She's an idiot. <laughs> but the, then I started looking at some of her other stuff, and and she has this picture of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the leather face, and he's running with a chainsaw, and he's covered in blood. Oh, you're not supposed to run with a chainsaw. Uh, that's true. Well, she's trying to equate us saying, hey, we'd like to get rid of the stigma that, that – the anti-gun people have on us for being gun owners to him saying we need to remove the stigma behind hitchhiking with a chainsaw activists and law enforcement want to scare you about the sight of a blood soaked man standing on the side of the freeway with a rusty chainsaw and a ski mask. See, even that you know, analogy doesn't make sense. It makes zero sense. Cause if I saw a blood soaked man on the side of the freeway with a rusty chainsaw, you're damn right. I'm going to be scared. But if I saw a gun owner, that's concealed. I don't even know he's a daggum gun owner walking around Walmart or wherever. I'm not scared of that. A a law abiding citizen that's exercising his Second Amendment right. Or let's just say, let, let's even go as far to say that it's obvious that it's a gun owner. Let's say I'm wearing my Glock jacket, or you're wearing a Glock jacket, and I see you. Mm-hmm. That's not scary like a guy on the side of the interstate covered in but, blood with a rusty chainsaw. But it is to people <laughs> like this, Zeke, that she's saying that that scares us just as much as Leatherface, a blood-soaked Leatherface with his chainsaw on the side of the road. That's how scary we are to these people. That is That is how irrational that they are. Well, then, hey, come hang out with us. Go have <laughs> no, dinner with no. us. Do, do not hang out with me. No, come hang out with me, have dinner with me, go to the range with me, whatever, and realize that I am nothing like Leatherface. <laughs> okay, I'm a little bit bigger like him. But other than that, I'm nothing like, okay, I like to kill people with chainsaws. Just kidding. And it, that's a joke. There's, there's nothing illegal NSA, about owning, owning a, a chainsaw. Okay. <laughs> Being covered. Okay. There's nothing illegal about being covered with blood with a rusty chainsaw. There's not, but there could be something illegal about how the blood got on you if it were due to. Well, she didn't say if it was pig's blood or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And as far as I know, there's nothing wrong with wearing a leather mask either. Well, his mask was made of human flesh, so there might be be something a little off there. But uh, she's a nut, dude. If y'all want to have some fun, go to that Twitter page and just look at some of the comments and the pictures she had posted. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, people like that, you can't rationalize with. Oh, I got to make another comment here. All right. So she posted another picture uh, saying it's got a picture of Bill Moyers from July. He says, we're fooling ourselves that the second amendment guarantee of a well-regulated militia could be construed as a God-given right to purchase and own any weapon of destruction we like. Love how he says weapon of destruction. Yeah. Fooling ourselves that the law could allow even an inflamed lunatic to easily acquire murderous weapons and not... Murderous! Uh-huh. I mean, right there, he labels a gun murderous. Just because you have yeah. a gun doesn't mean you're going to commit murder. 
No. No, but self defense. And they call it a weapon too. Yeah. It's, it's a tool. It's a yeah. tool just like any like a hammer, like a screw, like a chainsaw. Well, but it, 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 I say it, it's a weapon. But weapon is not a negative in my mind. Well, it, it hunting. It's a tool to go hunting with. But it's you know, a it's, weapon. It's to not go a weapon. It can be used as a weapon. You know, a what, hammer, can it, I, what can it be used? What can it be used besides a weapon? When you're hunting, it's a tool. And to when hunt, you use a weapon when you, to hunt. When you when you are a competition shooter, it is your tool for your for your trade. Okay, I'll give you that one. But I, okay. it's still a weapon. It, it's but a weapon is a tool. Okay, a <laughs> hammer. Just like I said, a hammer could be a weapon. A chainsaw could be a weapon. It's yeah. it is a tool that could be used as a weapon. Right. But okay, but so, he, but here's so the, the broad category is it's a tool. But we're but we're we're arguing semantics because the basic point is. The Second Amendment provides us the right to defend ourselves. It, it doesn't we matter. Don't, we don't need an amendment for that either. No, we, no, but, he, but he's, some, he's... If you're being threatened, you're going to defend yourself. Well, hopefully I think you would, right. you know, regardless of the consequences. You know, it's self-preservation. Let me finish this quote. And, and the, NRA, the NRA is the enabler, the enabler of death. Paranoid, delusional, and venomous as a scorpion... With the weak need acquiescence of our politicians, the National Rifle Association has turned the Second Amendment of the Constitution into a cruel hoax. A cruel and deadly hoax. And this is Bill okay. Maher? The, no, this is Bill Moyers. He, looks like, Bill a, he Moyers. looks like a politician. He's in like a suit and he's got the perfect gray. Yeah, know. but who is he? I don't know. He said this in July 2012. But here's the deal. I've sworn this oath. A lot of people have sworn this oath. When you take any kind of office, military, police, ah, do firefighters swear the oath to protect the Constitution? I don't know. I don't know. But if I you're, wouldn't think so. If you're a mayor, if you're a city councilman, if you're a governor, if you're a senator, if you're a president, if you're a congressman, whatever, you swear an oath to protect the constitution. So when these people are in place and they start doing stuff like that to the bill of rights, they're breaking their oath and should be impeached. There's a reason our constitution is in place. There's a reason we're the freaking greatest country in the world for people to say stuff like, Oh, it's an antiquated document. That antiquated document gave you the right to say it's an antiquated document. You jackass. Oh, that pisses me off when people start doing that stuff. Anyways, your turn. <laughs> well, no, I mean you you bring a good uh, bring up a good point. You yeah. know, just like laws. I mean, people look at laws and they go, you know, this is an antiquated law. You know, it, it no longer applies. There's nothing wrong with people looking at it and reevaluating it, but there's there's nothing that they could they could say or do that would invalidate the constitution you know everything is still valid there that's there there is a and, and applies to today's uh world there there's a reason why they make everybody in those types of positions whether it's military or or uh government swear an oath to protect the constitution because our founding fathers knew that that thing was the solid rock that stabilized our country that that's that created our country and if we didn't have people willing to swear an oath to protect it then it was worthless and now you got people swearing oaths 
to protect something that our country was based off of and then turn around and saying, yeah, it kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. hoax. Really? So I don't know about everybody else that's listening everywhere else, but here in the South, if you give your word on something, that's freaking truth. And if you back out of that, you're you're cut off. You're done. We we're not dealing with you anymore. Well, it's called integrity. Right. You know, you you've got to have personal integrity. You've got to have personal morals, values. You know, some people they just don't have that. They don't have the ability to to stand for something, draw draw a line in the sand and say, you know, no more. Yeah. You know, this this needs to stop. And you got people who say you got the other people who erase that line and they bend it up, say, okay, well, you know, I'll give a little bit here. Yeah, you, you give a little bit, you know, give an inch, you give a mile. Well, and there's always going to be circumstances that things need to be reviewed. That's why the amendments have come through. Well, and that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, that they need to be reviewed from time to time. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And like you said, and like Reed has said in the show, and like we've all told people millions of times, let's take away the U.S. government. Let's say we're all just wandering around. We still have everything we got, the houses, the cars, all that stuff. Um, But there's no constitution. There's no government telling you what you can and can't do. I have the innate, God-given, biological, whatever you want to call it, right to defend myself with whatever the hell you're attacking me with. So if left hand's coming at me with a golf club, I got a damn right to grab a golf club and defend myself with a golf club. If he's driving a Sherman tank down my street coming after me, if I can afford it, I got a right to have a Sherman tank to defend myself. But you know what? It's not even that, Zeke. It's, it's all right, you're coming at me with a golf club? Guess yeah. what? I'm going to come at you with a tank. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to give you the upper hand, you know, that, because at that point, then we're on level ground, and you still have the opportunity to to defeat and kill me. Why would you know? Why would I want to put myself on level ground when I have the ability to go above and beyond that? Well, and and that's well, you know what? Go into the the third jack wagon, and that's going to take us into another point. So our third jack wagon would be, and I don't know who's heading this up. I don't want to say all the people in Ferguson that are behind this. Uh, you all right there, buddy? <clears throat> don't breathe water. <laughs> so so you don't have gills? Yes. <laughs> no. Okay. Continue. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you Go sure? Go for all it. All right. All right. So a group of Ferguson protesters called the Don't Shoot Coalition mm-hmm. have presented a list of 19 rules of engagement to the Ferguson Police Department. Basically, what they're saying is, you know, they're they're coming out. They, I guess, they think that they can demand all this stuff now. That I guess the the police there have admitted wrongdoings or whatever. But anyway, mm-hmm. they've got a list of nineteen things here. I'm not going to read all of them, but one of the things on the list is uh, they want the police to give the protest protesters 48 hour advance notice before grand jury decision is announced. I guess in this, you know, decision of whatever um, comes down for that police officer that was involved with them. Is it Michael Brown? Is that the kid that was shot? I think. I think it's Michael something. I think yeah, it's Brown. Right. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Brown. Uh, you know, apparently it's like one of these soccer games. After the soccer games, these guys are just gearing up, ready to start a freaking another riot. Hmm. 
So they're saying they want 48 hours notice to be able to calm the people down. Besides that, are these people saying, give us this or we're going to riot again? uh, I think they're saying that this, you know, if they do these things, then there's less chance of a riot. So now they're saying also, in another one, they're saying police will wear only the attire minimally required for their safety. Specialized riot gear will be avoided except as a last resort. Well, if it's last resort, then it's too late for them to get that gear and equipment on in the first place. <laughs> That's why they gear up ahead of time for situations like this in case they do it, get escalated to that point because they're going to be prepared. They don't want uh, equipment used such as armored vehicles, rubber bullets, rifles and tear gas will not be used. You know what this sounds like? It sounds like they're telling their buddies who are about to have a, a nerf war the rules. Okay, you can't you can't use your car this time yeah. and you can't use the full auto nerf gun. No night vision. No night vision. We gotta be straight up, you know, single shot nerf. No double tags. Police or other government authorities will not interfere with the free flow of information through tactics such as limiting cell or internet access. Interception of cell or mobile conversations or unwarranted wiretaps. Isn't that already kind of a a law in place for that also? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another one. Excessive force and other forms of police misconduct will not be tolerated. Okay. Okay. Isn't that already not tolerated? That's, That's pretty much a given. Another one that was just completely ridiculous. Um, they want safe houses shall be considered sacred ground and only entered by police when called upon or if extremely necessary. <laughs> so, like, it's like a vampire going into a church or something, maybe? I'm on saying? base. I'm on base. You can't touch um, me. You can't touch and me. And a boo-boo. Wow. Um, another thing that they're asking is that police will be instructed to be tolerant of more minor law-breaking such as water thrown bottles when deciding whether to escalate to use to the use of force. So police will be instructed to be tolerant of law breaking is what they're asking here. I like the, I like the uncomfortable silence there because that's all I feel. Well, I mean, (laughs) you're like, really? It's got to sink in for a minute. You're like, really? They're asking, they're seriously asking for this stuff. That's, Oh my God. Well, and didn't you say too? This is what I kind of the segue from the last jack wagon. You said they they don't want them to wear body armor, right? So or riot gear, riot gear, and then they don't want to use tear gas or rubber. They don't want to use rubber bullets. What what is the freaking problem with all these people? Armored vehicles, whether it's anti gunners or these guys talking to the cops or anything, and freaking armor which is protection there is nothing about body armor or armored vehicles or well armored vehicles you could use as a weapon but body armor that you can use as a weapon it's 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 ridiculous so why are people saying you cannot protect yourself i don't get it i don't understand that so it's kind of like are we supposed to if somebody breaks in our house or comes at us with a golf club just go Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> like yeah. Kevin Bacon on Animal House. Well, you know. Thank we'll, you, sir. May I have another? 
and <laughs> and we're playing De- Zeke. We're playing devil's advocate right now because now we're on the other side of, of the fence of the of the Constitution, where we're 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 defending right you know, law enforcement m- military, where they have the right to protect themselves as well. Absolutely. You know, uh, uh, there's nothing wrong with them one doing their job <laughs> and being able to do it in a safe manner. That's going to, that it's going to ensure their safety. When people are at these riots, and these people obviously have demonstrated extreme violence during their riots, um, why would they put themselves at risk? Why would, they, why would they agree to this stuff when you guys aren't, and I don't see any list of demands for the rioters. It's like, all right, guys, here's what you can't do, which the law is already there for what they can and can't do anyway. <laughs> there, there's nothing, the, the Constitution gives us the right to peacefully gather and protest know the key word there peacefully well <clears throat> and it, yeah let's, you can, let's just demonstrate go straight frustration you and, know what uh, i i haven't had my nicotine gum today yeah. so let's just go full bore conspiracy theory screw it <laughs> let's throw caution to the wind why the hell does anybody with any common sense and logic want to get rid of Ways to protect ourselves and ways to defend ourselves. That scares the crap out of me because here's here's the deal. You ask anybody that's like, oh, you know, guns are bad, blah, blah, blah. You ask them, what are you going to do if somebody busts you in your door with a shotgun ready to take out your family? Call 911. Do you know the average respond time in my neighborhood is 15 minutes? So you think... 15 minutes is going to be enough time to protect your family. And you see the light bulb go off and it's longer in my, for my subdivision. Yeah. Cause you, I'm, I'm out in the, yeah. the boonies. So you go, you see the light bulb go off in their head. And even though they were kind of anti-gun, they start to kind of get it. Oh, well, you know, then, well, I guess it's okay to have it in your house. So they start backpedaling. So mm-hmm. anybody with the slightest modicum of, of, of logic in their skull gets it. So, why the hell are people in the media in office who, you know, I say they're they're idiots and they're stupid. You know, they didn't get to where they are by being idiots and stupid. Mm-mm. They know exactly what they're doing. So what the hell are they doing? That's that just that ugh, that pisses me off. Well, and as you read this list, uh, and the whole intention of this was, you know, they're like, hey, if you guys can abide by these rules and help us out, we can control the rioters. But it sounds to me like. They're preparing for a riot. It's like, look, we know a riot's going to break out, and we're trying to protect the rioters with this. Uh, number 19 on their demand, bond for arrestees will not be set above the levels, which would be considered average or over average over the last two years, and arrestees will not be held for periods longer than average length of time. Medical care will be liberally made available. Attorneys will be, ava- uh, will be able to travel to and meet with clients without impediments i mean they're setting themselves up they're saying look we're gonna riot you're gonna be arresting people and that's what this list is about it's not about trying to prevent a riot it's well here here's what you do with that list. they're trying to make give themselves the advantage to riot here's what you do with that list you go and arrest the people that made that list because guess what they're doing they're threatening <laughs> they're the conspiracy they're conspiracy well no they're saying if you don't do this this is gonna happen so is that wait is that extortion or blackmail or it's just a threat? 
It's conspiracy is what it is. They're yeah. conspiracing to do an act of... Well, what they're doing with that list is illegal. <laughs> yeah, well, again, it's freedom of speech, I guess. It's like, all right, they, cops. They send it. It'd be like if you and I were having the show and we're like, all right, if the cops show up outside, if if they have body armor and if they have an armored vehicle, we're going to open fire and we're going to start shooting some people. No. <laughs> I mean, that's illegal. You can't do that, people. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so just like I was saying, one of uh, CNN's... We're, we're not saying of, that, by the way. Disclaimer, disclaimer. I was yes. using that as a metaphor. <laughs> um, Paul Callen is a CNN legal an, uh, analyst, and he says, when you're out on the street and there's a huge street demonstration which could go violent immediately, you have to be prepared for that. What are you going to do? Go change? If you're a cop, you have to protect yourself for things being thrown at you. So that goes back to that where they're saying, "Hey, we don't want you wearing. We want you wearing the minimal, you know, amount of uh, protection during this riot. And then if things go go crazy, then you can go get your SWAT stuff and put it on." <laughs> wow. So, I'm gonna get their name right. The don't uh, don't shoot coalition are our jack wagons. Wow. If they're nineteen with their nineteen rules of engagement to the first wait, the don't shoot coalition. Hey, we're out here rioting and we may point guns at you or whatever we're gonna do to yeah. threaten you. But we're don't shoot don't shoot off cocktails and this this is for our <laughs> this is for our buddy uh, Charles Charles D on Facebook. Uh huh. That you know, they might pull their, their buoy knives out. You said it right. <laughs> you said it right and I'm proud. <laughs> yeah. Well I just I did it just for him because it's been like nails on a chalkboard for him. I said Bowie. Bowie knife. Bowie knife. It's not which, it's not Ziggy which, Stardust. Which I didn't really say Bowie. I said I say like a buoy. You you're saying it like David Bowie. Well, I'm saying like like buoy. Boy? Like yeah, boy. Boy, what's up, boy? Yeah. God. <laughs> For the rioters, it's their buoy knife. Buoy. Yeah. Buoy knife. Sam Buoy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I know who it's named after. I know I know the, the history. You know, there there's not Charles, many differences. You, buddy, it's there, there's weird. not many differences between the Tennessee and Texas accent, but that's one of them. <laughs> yeah. That's our jack wagon train. We kinda loaded it up with uh with some pretty good ones though. Yeah. So those jack wagons definitely deserve to be on there, even though one of them already was with Stallone. But um, you know the hunting thing, man. I'm 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 itching pretty bad because, like everybody knows, and I said over and over again, I went out six times last year. Yeah, and yeah. didn't sing as didn't sing. Yeah, I didn't sing anything either. Didn't, didn't see anything. Didn't see a single buck. <laughs> Saw one doe and should have taken it, but I thought it was too early in the morning. I'm going to scare off the bucks that are going to come later. Always, you think you could do better. Yeah. Not happy with what you got. Always thinking you could do better. Huh? Well, the the story goes, I've been hunting you know, off and on a lot. Well, not a whole lot, lot but off and on my entire life. I've never <laughs> got a buck. All I've got was doe. Wait, hang on. Oh, you hang, haven't? Hang on. Somebody's coming into the, the call. Well, I'm just pissed because I can't find a place to go hunt. Hey, hey, I think, yeah, we got Adam with us from Orion's Ken. Adam! What's up, gents? So, Speak of the devil. So we're talking hunting and, <laughs> and ironically, coincidentally, whatever. 
<laughs> you pop into the show. Planned. Wow. <laughs> That's a miraculous occurrence. A coincidence. <laughs> oh, man. What's up, man? How you doing? Good. How you guys doing? We're just we're doing good. We're being what, depressed because we went left hand. What, what, you, what, what do you got over there? What's that? I see oh. you racking something. What do you have? Oh, I'm just racking my 27. Nice, man. Is that what I'm they debate. call it now? Is that what the kids are calling it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 12 inches now. Nope. <laughs> Your hair. Yeah, maybe we need to talk about that, too. We'll bring Adam into this. I'm an inch behind you on hair length. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> always guys, always a day late and a dollar short, aren't you, Zeke? Yeah, an inch short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so left hand's long enough to cut his. I'm, I'm, I want it. Uh, I'm going to push it a little bit longer, though, because I, I think you're wrong. I think it needs to be a 12-inch ponytail. Well, remember we contacted him. And they said it was 12 inches from the scalp. I've been getting conflicting stories. Huh. Hey, these two boys can grow hair, so you've got that going for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, the, mine is mine's so... And left hand is curly, too, but he has some magical tricks to make it not as curly. Mine, nice. I just let roll curly. Flat iron. Oh, my <laughs> God, dude. Like, curly hair when you wake up in the morning is like freaking torture. I'd rather get waterboarded. Like trying to brush all the knots out, that hurts. <laughs> you've got you've got like um Shirley Dimple curly hair. I know, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I didn't even know I had a, a, a white guy afro. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying it's cute. I'm just saying it's curly. Yeah. It's that curly. <laughs> Anyways, let's go back to hunting. I'm feeling a little let's, uh, let's awkward talk about talking honey. about it. So hair. you got to go at least six times last year. I didn't get to go any last year, so I'm really peeved. Man, so I see what this is. You you want me to call in so we could get a hunting date together, right? Maybe. Maybe. Oh if man. that's what you're offering, yeah. gosh, Adam, you're, you're so putting nice. It on the table. You're so sweet. I think we can do that. We've got um so Brooks and I have got a pretty good chunk of land here down a little south, little west, down in Hohenwald. That's about two thousand acres. Oh, is that a- uh, we've got a few food plots out there, so we we'll have to get you guys down there. <laughs> it's just about two thousand acres. That's all right. Yeah, it's no big deal. Well, no. so you need a couple of extra guys down there to to cover the the spread. Just, yeah. Just remember, Absolutely. I've got to be on a ground blind because most stands won't hold me. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's something else I wanted to point out today is just remind uh, our lead heads that if you do have a stand and it's been there a while. Uh, you might want to check it before you uh, put all your body weight and all your gear weight on there. Marcus uh, had an incident. Marcus Fox, uh, he was telling uh, during his set the other night that he climbed up into his and it, it broke on him. Oh, no. <laughs> it had dry rotted because it's been up there for like, I think he said for 10 years at least. And he got wedged in between the tree. <laughs> he was well, he's stuck. lucky then because some people, man, they fall. Well, hey, you could die. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, on that same note, I mean, just throw it out there. I mean, never, ever go up there without your safety harness. Uh, I've got a buddy, Jason. He actually posted a picture on Instagram this morning of him about 20 feet up in his climber with no harness, and I called him and lit him up. Oh, I mean, yeah, you should so have. Yeah. I mean, so many people die every year from something that's so simple to do. Well, that's, the, the that's the number one hunting uh, accident death is falling from a tree stand. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. think it's getting shot in the face by uh, – What's his name? The old vice president. Cheney. <laughs> Dick Cheney. Although that guy didn't die. He survived. <laughs> a little birdshot never hurt anybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> cleared, up, cleared up his acne. 
Oh, and I missed. Oh, I was so ticked off that I forgot. I, I love dove hunting every year on opening day. And, well, really, that's about the only day you can go nowadays on public land. Um, just because they're all dead by the time you get to them two weeks later. <laughs> but I scheduled a business trip on opening day. And I was like, no, I missed it. So I'm really itching now. That's when you guys were in Colorado, right? Yeah. See that good memory. Yeah. TBI's got it was it was worth missing dove hunting. Oh uh, yeah, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you guys been at all, out at all yet this year? Uh, uh-uh. uh-uh. I haven't. Yeah. Well, well, we've got opening day of gun. What is it? It's uh, Saturday. Next Saturday. Next. Saturday? Yeah, next Saturday. Next yeah. Saturday, right before Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, I know Brooks is out of town, so I think we'll have free reign of the property if you guys want to go. Cool. Um, we've got a few stands over a food plot. Um, I think your maximum distance shot will be about 120 yards, but it's oh, pretty heavily bad, trafficked. You going to be doing any uh, scouting this week? No, no, man. I'm in I'm in Cleveland for uh, for the real job. So you can uh, wing it. They're pretty consistent. Um, I'm definitely not winging. We've got a we've got our food plot set up, and we've got you know pretty good. Um, Pretty good record of Montreal cam. You know, we know when they come through. Uh, you're not going to see any monsters or anything, but, you know, just some good things to fill the fridge with. Good eating. Absolutely, man. We, uh, we've we been pretty lucky this year. So far, I've put 90 pounds of whitetail in the freezer. Nice. Yeah, not bad. Now, didn't you just get back from a hunt? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we got back from our big Arizona elk trip, um, which was, you know, 10 days in the mountains back there hiking and, and messing around on Cap Navajo in Arizona. Um won't give you guys the the outcome. You got to watch next year to find that out. But um, I, you know, we did unfortunately have to cut it a little bit short. Um, you know, our producer Trevor, his son had to go into the ER with some health problems. So, oh man, um, not saying that made it successful or unsuccessful, but we did. Uh, we did come back a few days early. Didn't get all the film we wanted. So we intended to make it a two parter, and it's probably just going to end up just being a single. I gotcha. So uh, that's not going to air until next year. You said. Yeah, yeah, not not till next year. It'll be on. That'll probably be our second episode of the season. Oh, so probably mid July uh, okay. next year. So you know how it is. You got to have them in the bank before you. Now can... that was a bow hunt. Yeah, yeah, that was a bow hunt. Okay, cool. Now you've got a, an episode coming up, right? Um. Yeah, we've got a few. Um. You know, nothing again on the air until next year, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a few. We've, we've, we're able to shoot a few extras. We've got some things that will launch um, web-based um, probably around ATA time. So there'll be some things out there for people to check out and, you know, kind of get a preview of what's to come. Okay. And that and that's going to be at the Orion's Ken website? You got it, man. Orion'sKin.com. Cool. Looking forward to that. Hey, Left Hand, have you talked to Zeke about, you know, our gym idea? You know I'm you know, here, right? I'm, 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 I'm right here. Zeke, I'm <laughs> you, not to you. Okay, okay. <laughs> have you guys had a chance to talk about that idea we were kicking around in the gym? I thought, I thought it would be a good idea for us to, to hit him up together on it. Cool, man. Why am I scared all of a sudden? <laughs> hey, you guys in the gym, what could go wrong, right? Great ideas happen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, Jim and guns. Yeah. Absolutely. What could go wrong? Hey, so we were kind of thinking, um, you know, trying to think about different ways that you guys could maybe expand and get your beautiful faces on TV and maybe some different things we could do to differenti- differentiate what we're doing. Um, you know, like, you remember when Howard Stern was on TV, how they basically just broadcast their radio show on, on TV on Comcast? Yeah, that's what we've been, we've been working on. 
Yeah, cool. Well, I, I was thinking it might be cool for you guys. We could just try it out. So maybe we take one of these uh, these big hunts, and we just do like um, a talking lead where it's you know after the hunt, behind the scenes, you know, because in Arizona we were out there for eight days, and our episode's twenty one minutes and thirty seconds. So there's a lot of things we didn't get to talk about. It might be kind of cool just to get together, and we could video um, the podcast. Just kind of like round robin style, where we tell the stories that you don't see on camera. Yeah, you know, for us, it'd be kind of cool. We could put it out there; it'd be something completely different than what's on TV for anybody else. Ooh, I've got it. We call it Beyond the Hunt. There you go. Isn't there one that's? Isn't there a show called Beyond the Hunt? (laughs) I don't know. Let me Google it. (laughs) The Google knows all. But it could be kind of cool. Get you guys out there to do something a little bit different. Experiment with some TV. Um, Be fun for us. We no, could we get a, a good pilot. Slots, so we might as well fill it with something interesting. Yeah, true. What is that music? That was my um, ringtone. Oh, my God. <laughs> gun, <laughs> you gun your ringtones. <laughs> it's gun smoke, man. Hey, let me give you guys a little warning about downloading music. So this last week, I was trying to download uh, Metallica's greatest hits off iTunes for nine ninety nine. And I accidentally clicked the link, link above it, which was the Essential Metallica Collection for ninety nine ninety nine. Oh, every song Metallica's ever recorded. <laughs> but for a hundred bucks, that's pretty cheap for a freaking awesome oh. box set. But there's only about ten songs I'm really excited to have. Oh, boo! <laughs> yeah, and I called Apple, and they weren't super excited about giving me my money back. So you going I'm, to see I'm, you going to see Slipknot and Corn next next Friday? During town? Uh-huh. <laughs> I was unaware of this little bit of awesome news. Yes. So, back to the show. <laughs> so, there is a beyond the hunt, and there is a behind the hunt. We can say dissecting the hunt. Dissecting the hunt? Yes. That's cool. Gutting, gutting the hunt? The hunt. I like it. Or, or Michael Hunt. <laughs> no. <laughs> it can have a short nickname. <laughs> Mike? Yes. <laughs> Mike last, na- last name Hunt. I know. Uh, so we were talking about the bow thing. Um, yeah. I know I talked to Matthews last year. We just never got around to, to knocking this out. We we're going to try to talk to a couple bow companies and do a video on guys with longer arms and, and yeah. bows because – I've been to be I've I've gone to get fitted before and they've told me, Oh, you're gonna have to get a custom bow made. Well, Matthews, I contacted them, they actually have one for larger, longer arm guys that's not necessarily custom. So we may still do that, but what do you think? I mean, crossbows, have you hunted with crossbow before? Uh yeah. So, you know, actually just through my years in the industry, I've built a pretty good relationship with the guys over at Ten Point. Um completely unsolicited, right? They don't give us money to say that or anything, but um, the cool thing about them is so they build a really strong platform underneath their 10-point brand. Um, you know, they're they're not cheap, but, I mean, they're super high quality, very accurate. The velocity is ridiculous. Um, but then they also have, you know, kind of their big box brand, which is called Wicked Ridge. You know, they yeah. sell those like at Bass Pro and everything. Yeah. Um, but, you know, still, it's a very high-quality bow. Um, just doesn't have maybe some of the cooler bells and whistles that the 10-point brand does. I can say that crossbows have come a long way over the years. Um, I've never, I mean, I've hunted with them a little bit uh, just to say that I did and get the experience. And I kind of feel like 
they get like a bad reputation, right? Like if you talk to a lot of bow hunters and you say the word crossbow, they're going to spend the next hour telling you that, you know, that they're awful and you should never hunt with those. And, you know, a true bow hunter, you know, uses a, a recurve or, or a compound, a traditional bow. But I mean, that, that's just not the case. I mean, there's some pretty really, I mean, really solid platforms out there. Um, and, it, and it's, you know, just like anything though, it comes down, it comes down to the shooter. Yeah. You know, it's about where you place that bolt, you know, that determines how lethal they are. Um, so, you know, you, you got to have those good ethics and you've got to have that, you know, that level of precision and that level of confidence in what you're shooting to make sure you make a clean kill. All right. So I've got it. It's field dressing the hunt. Field dressing the hunt. <laughs> Gutting the hunt. Gutting the hunt. There you go. Gutting That's the hunt. <laughs> the process of removing the internal organs of hunted game. There's the show. Process of removing the internal organs of the hunt. <laughs> <laughs> What's the acronym for that? Oh my god! R I O Prio Hunt. <laughs> Prio Hunt with Orion. So, what's Prio stand for? Process of Im- removing the internal organs <laughs> <laughs> of hunted game. <laughs> hey Zeke. Hey, so I just thought about this too. So, talking about the bigger bow. Yeah. Um, so we've been talking to Botech a little bit, and so you know Brooks is kind of your stature. You know he's also a, a giant. I know that they're in the process of developing a um, a production big man bow. Nice. So maybe I can make the introduction to you guys there too, and you can just kind of see you know what makes the most sense for you guys, Botech Matthews, but you know some pretty good people there as well. Well, my original plan was to do like a line of them, like bear and Hoyt and Matthews, but Matthews is the only one that bid on it. So for a while there, I was like, well, guess what? Matthews is going to get an exclusive video. There you but, go. But if, if Bowtech is, is coming out with something, then yeah, maybe we'll go that route too. I'll, I'll make the intro. I'll let you guys just take it where it goes. Okay, cool. That'll be awesome. So what you got coming up, Adam? Oh man. So we've got, <clears throat> we've got another good Wisconsin whitetail hunt coming up. So we did one earlier this year. Um, what month was it? I think it was September. Uh, it was a bow hunt. It was before it got too cold. So now to be a true hardcore Wisconsin hunter, we've got to go back when it's 10 below and, and take one with a, with a rifle. So I'm really, really excited about that one so it can really freeze my butt off. So we've got that one coming up. We've got some pretty fun uh, Maryland uh, waterfowl hunts coming up. And if you guys have never done uh, duck or goose hunting, especially in Maryland, man, it's there's nothing like it. I mean, these boys do it right. You know, you get in some of these... Uh, big cornfields and they've got concrete bunkers dug out and you know when you talk about you know geese and, and birds flying south for the winter i swear every canadian goose goes to spend winter on the eastern shore of maryland and it's honestly it's why i learned cool. how to call ducks and geese because no matter how bad you screw up there's another flight coming in like five minutes later it's, it's just so much fun i mean you get that really good just shotgun experience you know they come in you know you see them come in you kind of hunker down when that guy yells "Go!" and you jump out of that bunker, bunker, it's just guns ablaze, and it's so much fun. We'll, we'll have to go on one of those with you too. There you go, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> left hand's gonna have us going on hunts with twelve different shows by the time this season's over. <laughs> <laughs> I just want one of them to actually do it. <laughs> I, just want, I just want one of them to actually take us. <laughs> well, I know Doug's got it. Doug's lining something up for us. So yeah, uh, they've been telling us for two years now. I'm not holding my breath. You know he listens uh, every week. I know, I know. I'm not holding my breath, Doug. It's <laughs> your opening day. Get get your license. Let's go next Friday. Opening day, gun season. We'll go down to Holmwald and we'll we'll blast some whitetail. Oh, so done. Do you use done. any of the apps that they got out? The hunting apps? Yeah. 
Um, the only one that I really use, it's not even a hunting app. It's the Tactical Nav app. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, mainly just because as a military guy, I like the old you know GPRS style coordinates. Yeah, um, and it's pretty cool because you know you can pinpoint where you're at, and when you take your photos, they're geotagged, which is kind of cool. There was a, a hog hunt we were going that we went on, and we were we were kind of frustrated with it, and I was doing anything I could to call hogs in, which at the point I didn't know much about hog hunting, so I downloaded this app. Uh, it was like uh, game calls for every North American big game animal. <laughs> so I'm sitting there like it's like 2 a.m. We're hanging out there, and I have this app in my iPhone torn the whole way up. I'm like, all right, come on, pigs. Um, but that's the only other one I've ever used without much success. But there's a lot of good ones out there. Um, now, uh, warning in Tennessee, you can't use electronic calls in deer season. So no, he, he said hog. <laughs> no, that's that's very true. You, I don't think I think the only thing you can use electronic calls for. Are, um, and I'm not even sure about this, are like coyotes and predators. Yeah, coyotes, hogs you can. Um, oh, what was the other one? Shoot, I can't remember. But yeah, but deer season, just make sure you don't use electronic. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, I think the other app that I used one time, I don't remember the name of it, but it was, um, it more or less it showed you like your scent cone when you're sitting in the stand. So it took into account your position. Oh, wow. And uh, like the, the reported wind speed in your area and direction. And based on where you're at, it would show you how far and in what direction your scent carried. It was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, I use TWRA has one that is it's not really an app for any other stuff, but you can you can purchase all your licenses on there. You can see the harvest you can put your harvest report on there. Yep. Uh in Tennessee you don't even have to have tags anymore, right? You can just yep. enter it the yes. whole online. Yeah, um, which yeah really they've cool. got they've got online harvesting yep. harvest reporting yep. mobile from your mobile app. Yeah, yep. that's what I've got right. here. Uh, then the couple of other ones I use, uh, Field and Stream has the rut reporters. And last year, I'm hoping they they kind of tweaked it a little bit because last year, well, now I'm looking at it. Okay, so last night I looked at the Tennessee rut, and there was low activity. Now all of a sudden I'm looking right now, and it's got high all over Tennessee. I'm like, wait a minute, the rut changed that quick overnight so i don't know i'm not real sure about the the rut reporters by um that one then another one that i like and i didn't really know how much the moon affected the feeding period and the activity of the deer um it makes sense though because when i was in the medical field holy crap all the crazies came out and babies were born all over the place during a full moon but apparently it's the same with deer and you can pull this app up and it'll show you the best hunting time and their feeding phases on each day. So, like, uh, today we have three deer out of five. So, today's kind of a mediocre, a little bit above average day to go hunt. Um, then there's another one that's just called Hunting Aid. And it shows the best times to hunt. So, today... The best times would have been between 5 a.m. and 7.30, and then tonight at 6, between 6 p.m. and 8, which that's after dark, so we couldn't do that anyways. <laughs> yeah. I think I've seen that for uh, for fishing, too, right? A very similar app. Yeah, yeah, but it's pretty cool. I mean, it, it's, it's interesting cool. uh, how you know they how many, get down to the science of it. You know how many deer have been harvested this year so far? In Tennessee or just total? Tennessee. How many? 51,970. Holy crap. Wow. Well, I mean, a lot of- last year, right before the since season. Since September. Since September. Wasn't last year, right before the season, they were at 900,000 Tennessee? Harvested? No, no, no. Total. Population. population. Yeah. 
The population, yeah. So, oh, I mean, so you figure, okay, so if last year they were nine hundred thousand. You figure they're what one point two, one point three million this year. Yeah. So we're probably what you said fifty thousand left in. Uh, almost fifty two thousand. So we're so what, still at one point two. And only nine hundred sixty two of those were antlered bucks. Yeah. So that's that's what that's five. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Those are antlerless. Uh, antlered is the rest of them twenty five thousand. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Of the 52. There you go. 5%. Still a lot of them running around out there. Oh, yeah. Better watch out with that Tahoe. <laughs> That's what it's for, right? Yep. There you go. <laughs> they don't do uh, road kills on here. All right, be honest. Have you ever seen a freshly road-killed animal and taken it? I mean, you I've never seen one and taken it, but I've hit deer with my car and taken those. Yeah. Because you knew they were fresh. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't think it had been sitting there for who knows how long. But yeah, <laughs> man. I mean, hey, you, know, you take that thing, clean it out. It's good meat. Don't let it go to waste. It's, uh, the way I look at it is they've already, you've already done the hard work of tenderizing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. I didn't even think of it like that. Tenderize <laughs> that deer at 50 miles an hour, man. Let's go. Heck yeah. So what do you got coming up? Uh, so, I mean, again, we, we kind of talked about, about those upcoming hunts, but... I mean, aside from that, I'm just I'm really excited to get to be home uh, the entire month of October. I only saw my wife four days, so I'm sure you can imagine what my house is like right now. Um, so we got the holidays coming up, and I'm really excited for that. Spend some time with the family. I'm going to go uh, actually do some hunting with my dad up in Pennsylvania. Um, the opening day of antlered gun season is the Monday after Thanksgiving, so we're going to get in the woods, uh, chase some deer. I, I don't think I've been hunting with my dad Man, in maybe 15 years, so I'm really excited to do that. Um, and my grandfather's going out, too, so he's uh, he celebrated his 96th birthday uh, back in July. And, man, still, he's out there every day, push, or you know, every week, push mowing his lawn. He still goes hunting. <laughs> this year, it was kind of funny. He was, uh, he was really concerned because he was push mowing his yard in, in August, and he went to the doctor because he was getting kind of dizzy. Uh, so they put him on a stress test machine and everything, and he checked out, you know, perfect. And the doctor told him, he says, you know, if you don't want to get dizzy in August push mowing your lawn, you should probably take off the wool pants and flannel shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it'll be pretty exciting. Uh, get out there with my grandpa and, and my dad and, and chase some whitetails there in PA. Yeah, nice. man. I miss those days. Absolutely. I envy you. And if people want to find out more about you, social media, website, all that jazz. Yeah, man. Uh, so we're pretty active on, on Instagram. Um, that's so you can find me there, Amatis thirteen, A M A T T I S one three. Same thing on Twitter, and then obviously Facebook. And we get a lot of traffic. We've got a lot of pretty cool videos and uh, new media on our on our website at Orionskin O R I O N S K I N dot com. And I actually just posted a video today where uh, my co-host Dr. Brooks uh, announced that he's having uh, a baby, um, a, a oh. little Brooks. Wow, that's a miracle! Congrats, Brooks. Why is it a miracle? <laughs> Well, a man having a baby. Oh, <laughs> no, it was kind of funny. So I thought we, you were uh, saying like he just couldn't get any or something. <laughs> I'm like what? No, not at all. It's you, n- never mind. <laughs> went over, went over your head. And kind of a big dude. No, but it was funny. We were uh, we were in Wisconsin and we were you know we we're fil- filming our bow hunting episode and Brooks was more wired than usual. I mean, and that says a lot because he's a pretty wired kind of guy. And, you know, we, we were filming just kind of a, a recap of our drive up there, and he pulled me and Trevor into the frame, and, you know, he just said something. He was like, yeah, you know, we left Nashville last night, tucked in our wives and our kids, and we thought he just did, like, a blooper because he doesn't have any kids. 
Then he just kind of looks at us and he's like, that's right, boys. I said it. We're having a baby. And <laughs> nice. It was kind of cool. Uh, we were the first ones to find out and we got it on film. So we just, uh, they just got through the first trimester. So we, uh, we thought it was cool. We could, uh, it's safe to go ahead and, and release it to the world. So we posted that today. It was kind of fun. Congratulations, Doc. Congrats. There you go. And then your website. Did you say that already? Am yep. I asking I'll again? I'll plug it again. Orion. <laughs> Awesome. Seeking advertisers and partners uh, worldwide. Well, speaking of advertisers, we want to thank our sponsors, ICETraining.us, Rob Pincus and all his training crew. Yeah, guys, go check them out uh, at their website, ICETraining.us, like Zeke said. And there's a list of their training schedule there. You can see where Rob's going to be next. Uh, check out, uh, he just posted, um, he got an exclusive on the, well, I don't know if it's an exclusive, but he got a, before it's released to the public test of the Springfield XD mod point two, is that what it's called? No, mm, basically it's, yes. It's, mod two, I think is what yeah, it's called. The yeah. new Springfield. So he's got a video out. You go to his Facebook page, uh, check that out. And that's just, uh, you go to Rob Pincus and find him on Facebook. Um, I'm getting ready to watch that video as soon as we get off. Get off, get off yeah. of the radio show. As soon as we sign Stop off. Stop talking on the radio. That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, our bandwidth sponsor, Sonoran Desert Institute, SDI.edu. If you want to go and become a gunsmith certified, if you want to get an associate's degree in firearms technology, SDI.edu. Cantu Bruner Designs. Cantu Bruner for your cool ass pins that he makes out of shell casings uh my 50 bmg zombie pin speaking of holder and green freshman real estate services hg press for all your middle tennessee real estate needs give those gun friendly guys and girls a call at 1-800-615-1840 extension pew 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 22 if you're a veteran uh they can help you obtain va financing through some of their partners their mortgage partners Savoy Leather, SavoyLeather.com, spelt S-A-V-O-Y. I promised I wouldn't say spelt Savoy anymore, so Savoy Leather. No, he didn't, but a couple other people, Cajun people were like, it's not spelt Savoy, it's spelt Savoy. <laughs> it's it's spelt ebonically Savoy. And uh, All or Nothing Tattoo Studios, all or nothing tattoo.com, and their very, their very gun-friendly merchandise store, StrangleholeMerch.com. <laughs> hey, hey, Adam! Did you know the Ruger 1022 is uh, named so because you can kill 22 people with 10 shots? <laughs> <laughs> I did not, but thank you for that intel. Well, if you listen to the show when you when we get it posted, Adam, uh, I appreciate you coming on. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Good seeing y'all. Yeah, Orion's Ken, check them out, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. And as always, left hand. Keep, keep your loved, loved ones, ones close. close, and your skin and knife closer. Yeah.